Hello everyone, welcome back to the Progressing Corner podcast. I am one of your hosts, Marvin. I'm joined by Jose. <laughs> yep, and today we have three special guests. We have uh, Robert and Patrick from Main Event Gear and we have Jonathan Davenport who is known to work with many superstars on, especially the New Day, on, on Gears and we're here doing a Q&A with them today. So, yeah. <laughs> He was very, uh, did you ask yeah. when Main Event Gear started? Yeah, yeah when Main Event Gear started. Yeah. Uh, 2003. It was uh, out of necessity to make our own wrestling gear. Um, we was talking earlier, and I don't even know if you heard what I said, is uh, we'd done it to make our gear on the independent scene, um, and we didn't do it to make money, and we didn't do it to for other wrestlers. We just done it for us, and people would ask us at that time, they'd be like, Hey, will you make gear for us? And it's like, no, we don't do it for money. Mm-hmm. That's that's quite a good story, actually. Um, so, what wrestling companies do you make gears like for superstars? Uh, all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, enough. Um. So when it comes to gears you've made, which superstars are normally the most creative with their designs? Oh, well, it's going to be the other fella here. Was <laughs> yeah. Okay, Jonathan, who are the most creative? Okay, so I guess we have to qualify creative because, you know, yeah. everybody's got something that they're trying to express or something that they're trying to get across. Um my whole thing is that I like to express storylines in clothing. Like, uh, just so if you haven't been watching wrestling, if this is your first time tuning in, when somebody steps into the ring, you immediately intuit some backstory to what they've got. So, you know, I do the little bits that I can to try to provide some kind of background on the character so people enjoy it no matter what their level of experience. That said, I think when you talk about universal resonance like uh, what themes and what jokes and what stories tend to touch people the most the biggest number of people i mean i gotta say the new day i mean there's a reason there's a reason they are where they are um between the three of them they have they have different sensibilities and they have different levels of penetration to in pop culture like uh well i won't get into specifics but between the three of them, they're like a a a, a pop culture matrix <laughs> of information and deep cut references that go back further than you think. And so whenever they have some idea that they want to uh, put on their gear, uh, there's always like a treasure trove of Easter eggs and inside jokes that we can load the the gear up with. And thank God, we work with main event and Robert and Patrick and Leanne because they're able to actually execute these ridiculous ideas <laughs> that we have because there's no way. I mean, I've said it a million times on a million different platforms. The stuff that we push their way and the stuff that we come with absolutely cannot be done. And somehow they find a way to do it every time. So that's my answer. So let's talk about that with the, the creative process also with Jonathan. It's like, of course, New Days always pushes us with what they want. Um, Gargano always is like, when we do Gargano's, it's like, what 
do we do next to build off of what we've done the last time? So, um, like when he approached us for this WrestleMania with this new, um, uh, what we're, I guess you can say it's Iron Man. Um, yeah, we had that debate yeah. t- like together. We were, we like, thinking about like, what is he going for yeah. with this? <laughs> I said it was the Iron Man Mark One, and you were like, no, it's not Iron Man. It is Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, Similar yeah, to, but it's... legally distinct from. Yeah, kind of like the first, <laughs> the silver tin can kind of suit Iron Man had. I think that was. Was that? Yeah, I mean, all of them the are good. Yeah. Props. Yeah. yeah. Because Johnny's, because Jose's a big Johnny fan, so. Yeah. <laughs> if you looked at his Instagram, he posted like a little. It was like a a concept photo, of like a him cartooned up, and that's what he gave us to go off of. It was just that. Uh, that photo of the way uh drawn like uh, comic book characters and that's all he gave us yeah i see like what he posted yeah because you that, that gear turned out quite well because johnny always does have good gears yeah well when he sent that picture i was like oh no not iron man again so then <laughs> but then when you saw the colors that's when you said oh it's something different yeah it, yeah exactly it was like okay it's gray so we're going to stick in the gray color schemes here but what do we do to differentiate that from the red Iron Man vest that we did years ago, which you almost did not get to see on TV? Yeah. Um, we were getting it ready to ship. Everything in the world that could possibly go wrong went wrong. Oh, no. It in the <laughs> Rivets pop off. And we're like, why is this happening? Rivets never come off. <laughs> uh, the, the arc reactor that we created here in the shop, um, it the wires broke and so we're like oh my gosh we're snake bit we're not going to be able to get this out and find something else happened too what was it uh, oh it was sewing the leather together yeah uh, we couldn't get the leather to sew to stay together because the leather was so thick but uh so it's like i don't want to do a recreation of that vest and it be leather again so we're going to actually do armor this time and i worked on the armor by myself for three weeks um, my sister, who's not in here, done Candace LeRae's, and she worked on that for the same amount of time, three weeks on hers. And that one for this NXT is what I'm talking about. And Leanne literally finished Candace's with only 30 minutes to get to the UPS to ship it. But um, what I was, I always go down rabbit trails when I talk about something. So I never, what I was originally started. When Jonathan first started doing Newgate, stuff um they send us these concepts art and i'm like okay this is going to be different and then he sends us the um i think it was SummerSlam where it had all the different no it was royal rumble i believe had all the different moves that kofi done and the fabric was had to be printed oh yeah 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 right yeah yeah we're like, how, how are we going to do this we can't <laughs> in the shop <laughs> So then I'm looking, speaking of Kofi, he's messaging me. Uh, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, no. What you saying? <laughs> so then he, um, oh, he's, Jonathan, he's telling me about He-Man. <laughs> Ooh. So then uh, we're like, okay, so we've got to find a place that can, pr- can print spandex. And then because I micromanage and it's it's horrible. So then I'm not seeing it as it's being printed and i'm like i don't know what we're going to get it's going to probably get here and be super faded or when they put it on it's going to fade out 
but oh man, the company that done it, they knocked it out of the park. It was super brilliant in the colors. So how long normally do, I know certain gears would take like different amounts of time, but what's like the longest time you've ever spent on someone's gear? Yeah. Well, the Gargano vest was three weeks and that was just the vest. Uh, Patrick here knocked out his gear in like two days. So like, would you say that was the shortest time also that you've done a gear? Uh, no. Two days? <laughs> no. Here's, here's your story. Uh, that would be the Kofi set for the commercial, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So about four weeks ago, I believe we had to do a replica set of the New Day Rocks gear. It's the Cricket Wireless commercial that aired yeah. in WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. when you see the guy flying off on the on the helicopter, we had to make that gear. Well, they contact us late Tuesday night. And they're like, can you get it? And I was like, uh, sure. When do you need it? Well, I know it's a rush um, by Thursday morning. I was like, what? <laughs> uh, and, uh, if we have the colors here in the shop, if you can get it or not. So they tell us what it is and then um patrick and my sister's looking for all the materials and luckily we had them and so that was the quickest because to make kofis because we can print now in the shop to a certain size um so we printed the logos and had those done and that usually takes a while to printed pressed and plan out all the stuff then he on that set there's a lot of hand painting and so yeah we get we done that in a day it's impressive. So when you, when it, so <laughs> when you think of your favorite gears what, that you've made for people, what's like the first one that comes to mind? Those are too many. Yeah. Well, and why? Yeah, and why? Here's that we have that is what Jonathan just said. There's certain gears that we like for certain reasons. Mm -hmm. um, Fandango's peacock outfit that we'd done for WrestleMania. Um, what was? I'm not sure. It was a 2013. Oh, when he debuted in WrestleMania, I believe. Uh, no, it was when they, it was their first um, Mardi Gras, Louisiana yeah, uh, WrestleMania. And it's when he yeah. with the big peacock feathers coming out like a, a fan. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I that. We liked that one. We liked that one because it was just. We're like, how are we going to make this? So we're thinking we can look up, um, see how showgirls do their um, their feathers coming out. Well, that is very, very secretive. They don't let that out. So they had to come up with our own way of making that harness so that he could wear it around his neck. So that was that was a challenge. Um, usually, anything, of course, what New Day does is always going to be like, well, that's cool. Thinking, what is Jonathan thinking when he first sends it to us? And then, <laughs> <laughs> I like I Mortal Kombat just because I I was a big fan of Mortal Kombat as a kid growing up. The Jonathan did the Mortal Kombat. Oh yeah, the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You did that, yeah. That I saw that on Monday. <laughs> Oh, that's a yeah. fun set. Man, you guys killed that. It looks so good. I know we talked about it on text, but let me tell you in person, it's so good. I can't stop looking at it. They actually, you know, my whole goal is to just turn everyone into action figures. 
So watching those guys in the ring in those suits, man, they just look like they came out of the plastic bubble wrap. I don't know what you did. It's amazing. Your materials that you pick are perfect. It's perfect. They're perfect. They look great. They were yeah. like, so when it comes to WrestleMania, is that always the like the busiest time for you guys? Yeah, because yeah. I imagine you get and SummerSlam as well. Yeah, some yeah. SummerSlam is busy, but usually it's first of the year. So January, we know from January till after Mania, it's going to be crazy busy because uh, you got the Rumble, and then we try and we attempt to get everybody to get their orders in right after the Royal Rumble. That does not happen. <laughs> and every year at WrestleMania, if anybody, and, I, and I'm speaking for any costume designer, the ones at the WWE, uh, the ones at, outside of WWE that uh, create gear, we every year threaten, we're done, we're quitting, we're never doing this again. <laughs> so, like, speaking of, like, superstars, like, um, who was, like, the first superstar um, that contacted you guys to do it? Like your the gear. Um, no, the first ones that we done was when WWE had their developmental in um, Atlanta, Georgia. It's called Deep South Wrestling, um, and we done for uh, Mike Knox, yeah, um, Derek Hirk and uh, there was another guy in that group, O'Reilly. Uh, he was in the um, Ascension. He was in the Ascension, the one, the really tall guy. Connor from the Ascension. Yeah. 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 He used to be O'Reilly there. And then there's a girl then named Chantel Taylor. And that was the first female that we ever done stuff for. But it didn't go any further than that. And I got clearance to go there one day to fit a guy. And I'm about an hour away from Deep South. And MVP texts me. He's like, can you come back and um, measure me? I was like, sure. So I turned around and go back because he had just debuted on SmackDown. And we started doing his stuff. And uh, we have done his stuff for a while since then. There was a bit of a, a space of time from that first original outfit we did for him that he didn't use us. And then after WrestleMania 24, he has used us since. And uh, I tell you, I'm, I, he's a class act. He is a, he's a good dude. So when you see, so let's use Mania for example. When you saw the superstars you'd help with their gear come out, is are you like does is it a different feeling every time, or do you still feel like amazed when you see it on, like the screen? <laughs> John, you want to answer this? <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yes, I will. Um, <laughs> he's the worst, the absolute worst. I get excited. I'm so happy to see these things. I think they're great. And I will message and go, hey, that came out awesome. What do you think? He's like, ah, grumble, grumble. Ah, jaded. I'm jaded. <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He does, nothing affects him. His heart is cold. It's made of stone. <laughs> He's emotionless. It's, um, <laughs> it, is, it, it, it is cool to see it. Um, but... After all these years of, it's just like, okay, because we know that there's still more outfits in the line that we've got to get to. So it's really, I don't think we really just get to sit back and say, all oh, that was cool. Now the figures, like when they come out with figures, the ones that I see that I that I really like, 
pop for is the um what's the the elites the elites when they do one of ours in the elites and it's all there like have you seen candace's elite figure that they're coming out with that's got the wings on the vest and everything yeah i think yeah then that, i think uh gargano has one also that the yeah. fan takeover yes, yes. yep yeah those are cool yeah. we really the like from his uh toronto gear yes uh wolverine i believe right yeah 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 jonathan's still the fanboy and he's a uh, he's fanboy up uh, every time <laughs> i um, love it it's really fun for me still robert keeps trying to ruin me but so far so far so far i'm winning <laughs> you're still that fan inside <laughs> um, so like, speak, um, like well, how would you real- feel like if the gear is made into a video game I mean, that's cool, too. My nephews play it, so they'll sit there. And I don't – they don't – I don't know. Like, my – I've got two daughters. Um, he's got two sons. So, it, I don't think they really grasp. My daughters are 10 and 7. I mean, 9 and 7. And they're like, oh, okay. Dad does stuff for these wrestlers. And then his sons are like, okay. Dad does this stuff for these wrestlers. And then they're like, oh, cool, look. They're wearing your outfit. Or if they see the figure, they're like, hey, look, you made that. And I'm like, yeah. How many other dads can you say make that? (laughs) They don't get excited about it. And I thought, well. Definitely keeps us humble. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. Um, Probably when they they are older, they'll get used to it. Right. Yeah. As age goes on, they'll get more excited, I'd imagine. Maybe. hope so. Now, my youngest daughter, she... um, she is all about all she talks about is Alexa, 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 and <laughs> she she terrifies me. Alexa Bliss terrifies me, and oh, I don't. The character. I, well, yeah, the character does, and I don't know why. I, the new I character. Just, yeah, her, yeah, her jacket at Mania was cool though. Well, see, so, so that wasn't new though. That was um. Yeah. Uh, she just used it. Uh, she still got that bodysuit. We're hanging in there for its debut. It's one day. It's going to happen. Yeah, we actually we made that jacket when uh, she first started uh, transitioning into doing that character. We made that months ago, and she just now debuted it. It was cool. I mean, she's just a bit she's a bit scary. Don't know why. <laughs> I mean, so. At WrestleMania, there was many superstars that used gears you had created. Which one out of the WrestleMania gears from this year was your favorite and why? The favorites this year uh, would be uh, Gargano and Candice. And then um, it had to be New Days again. I like New Day. Yeah, New Day gears are the fan favorites. Um. Because Apollo recently had that character change. So, and I liked his gear. What was the process like for his since his character change has happened? Jonathan? Uh, sure. Yeah. So uh, I get really excited when I think about uh, Apollo and his new character and his transformation and his newfound popularity. It's really cool because he's, uh, Robert and Patrick will attest to this, he's the nicest guy. Yes. You'll ever meet. He's so sweet. Like he texts me like, you know, a new day text, but we've been together for a decade or something. Um, 
but a lot of my clients, you know, they get they get the uh, you know they get the design, they pass it off, and then like yeah, you don't hear from them again until it's time for another design. Just totally fine. That's the natural order of things. This guy, like, he's like, hey, how's your daughter? How old is she? What's she into? Um, he's just very family oriented. He's very nice. He's very friendly. He's solid dude. All that to say, um, he was off TV for a while, and you know how it is. It's you know, there's an out of sight, out of mind, I think. Uh, yeah, like, oh, like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so I believe, Robert, you sent them to me, right? I believe so. I think you did, yeah. And so um, we met, we got to know each other, and we do the usual thing where what I like to do when I get a, a new client is um, just have some conversations about what do you think is cool? What kind of things do you like? It's like you just talk about movies and shows and comics and whatever. You know, you just get to know each other and, and, and feel out the vibe. And um, he didn't know where the character wanted to go. He just knew he needed a change. He needed to freshen it up. And I believe that the new angle may have been the result of a conversation between him and Biggie. I'm not don't quote me on that, but I believe that's correct. So when that came down the pipe, that gave me some direction because um, I've really been into this whole Afrofuturism feel lately. And I know everybody in the world just kind of goes back to the well on Black Panther a lot. But like, um, I think that kind of just pushed that aesthetic to the forefront and made everyone sort of understand it's commercially viable. It's like a it's a thing that has it's a, it's kind of a, a well that hasn't been tapped yet. So um, there was a lot of that influence and uh, I'm Mr. Research. So I did a lot of uh, digging on like Nigerian folk art and folk songs and patterns and materials. And I tried to pull that all together into like, what would a superhero from Nigeria look like a hundred years from now? <laughs> so that was kind of the, the thought for it. Cause you notice when he goes out there like without the coat, it almost looks like he's wearing like a, like a, I don't know, like a NASCAR fire suit or something like because of all the, <laughs> the stripes on it. And, you know, it's like it's just yeah, it's a really it's a really cool look. It's very sleek and futuristic. Um, so that was kind of the thinking that went into it. And then, of course, um, like I always say, what I'm doing on the screen is sort of intangible. It's like sort of nothing that I've made. So then we pass it over to the super, the real superheroes over at main event. And then they it's up to them to find all the materials and patterns and try to make it, make it actually happen. So uh, I'll, I'll pass it to you guys. Hey, I think we can highlight on actually what Jonathan said that when he, when somebody new comes to him, he sits and talks to them and finds out what they like. Because I, I really believe, I'm glad he even said that, is that to get the gear right you need to find out who that person is who are they in real life what do they like what do they like comic books maybe they don't um maybe there are certain things that they just really are drawn towards because if you just took somebody else and put this design that jonathan made for say like apollo um on just some other guy it's not going to fit if you took New Day's designs and put on Apollo, it's not going to fit because that's not who that character is and that's not who he is. So it's just like um, a few years ago, New Day, when they done that with Kevin Owens, we made a pair of shorts. I don't think they've ever seen the light of TV for Kevin Owens. So it's like, uh, this don't fit Kevin Owens. It's, it don't go with him. Um, but that was a one-off and I don't think they were ever wore, were they? 
Uh, no. Only I believe like the shirt. I remember. Yeah. When they called him the yeah. big old. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just you oh, really yeah. find out who those what the people are. What are they like? And and you're and you'll find out. The majority, I think it's safe to say the majority of wrestlers today all are comic book fans. Somewhere, somehow. <laughs> In a sense, yeah. Yeah. I mean, True. Like you can so, see it obviously for Gargano. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. That's most of his you, gears come from comic book characters and Marvel. You know, it's a little bit of um. This might be derailing it a little bit, but um. It used to. Okay, here's here's old man Davenport talking. Where's my cane? I'm gonna <laughs> shake my cane at the people in the yard. It used to mean that when you liked. A comic book, when you were a comic book fan, that meant you were a very specific person. Like, you, you read comic books and, like, that was your thing. And you weren't popular and you weren't cool because you were just in your room reading comics. And maybe you'd find somebody else who liked them. But now the world has been taken over by this thing. Um, so when, you know, when, when Robert says, like, yeah, everybody's a, pretty much a comic book fan, that's true. But when you get into it, like when you start talking to them, you get into the weeds about it, like you can tell there's some people who are like really into it because they start doing those deep cuts and they start pulling out characters from the 70s. And they're like, I want to reference that. And you're like, wow, that's not from the MCU, like on the screen that everybody knows about. I mean, I say this all the time. Um, my mom will have a discussion with you about Nightcrawler. Like that's <laughs> that's where we're at. <laughs> Like my mom knows Kurt Wagner, so it's not, it's not as rare as it used to be. So, you know, when you when you say like, um, you know, yeah, everybody's a comic book fan. It's like, yeah, okay, yes, yes, I suppose. <laughs> but there are some out there. Um, I guess I won't name any names, <laughs> but uh, who are like truly geek, like to their soul, and like when you're able to make something for them that plugs into that very specific gene. I think that's when you see those performances. Like, cause again, we'll go back to the mortal Kombat. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, but Kofi and woods are on fire right now. Like, and it's not like they, they never, they never phone it in. But if you watch them now, like ever since they put on those, look at them, they're, they're calling out mortal Kombat moves in the ring while they're wrestling. <laughs> Their promos have been crazy lately, and I think it's because they feel good. You know, they say the clothes make the man. I think there's something to it. So, leading on, that leads on to our next question. Do you think, like, wrestlers make... I know, like, Edge is kind of like a veteran, but do you think if he has a great gear, do you think that'll make him, like, perform better in the ring? Or is it, is it, do the gears help them perform better, do you think? I think it's all in the... Uh... In the mindset, I mean, when you go out there, once you once you put that gear on, you become that person. So, uh, like Kofi, the name's Kofi, but when he comes out that curtain, he's Kofi Kingston. Um, Woods, when he comes out, then he's Xavier Woods. Behind that curtain, you're not that you're not that personality. So once you have that gear on, it's just like. It's I guess it's kind of like, you know, when Superman, when Clark Kent's running and he pulls his shirt and there's the S, you know, in the movie, you get that different feeling. There's Clark Kent. The S 
shows and is like, oh my God, it's Superman. I think it's, I think it's something like that. Even more to your point, when um, you, we were talking, we, we talk about this stuff all the time. When you read interviews with Henry Cavill, he talks about like, yeah, yeah, I thought I got Superman. And then I put on the suit and then I was like, oh, I get it. Now I understand. You, t- you stand taller. You, your chest is broader. You feel, I don't know. Patrick, what's your take? If, uh, I think if the gear looks good, it can, and you feel confident about it. And when you put it on, it's going to bring that confidence out. Like that you're portraying this character, not so much that you're portraying, but you're that character for that moment. I think you're right. And let's talk about the philosophy of clothing in general. You know, I mean, there's a reason we have these traditions, you know, when you are getting married, you wear a tux because that's who you are that day. And it makes you feel like, oh, this is important. Uh, this is a ceremony. This is a thing that's moving forward. And this is a stamp in time, you know? Um, there's a reason that whenever um, a bride-to-be puts on her bridal gown for the first time in the changing room, she bursts into tears. Why is that? You know, you're the same person. What, what changed? Your clothing changed. You see yourself differently. You feel differently, you know? There's, there's something to it. Look at, I mean, look at Batman. You got Bruce Wayne. He's a billionaire. Then he puts on this big rubber suit, and then he's angry. And it's, so would you be edit angry? This out. Edit this out right here. That's a jab at Patrick because I'm. He's probably sitting here. I'm talking about Superman, and we're not talking about my man, Batman. So <laughs> I would be angry too if I had to run around in a rubber suit all night. My secret, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> So um, you a couple of days ago you posted about Trent's gear on AEW and that was quite that was quite like quite complex. How long did that take you? Three people: me, Patrick, uh, Leanne, and actually Patrick's son Phoenix, which is Leanne's son too. Um, cutting those designs for three days. All day long to get those things ready to piece together because it's not one sheet. So on the tights, it looks like it's all one seamless pattern. They're cut out in squares. And then we're having to heat press them and everything else. It was like, oh, my gosh. And I was thinking when we done those, I was like, I hope these are one off. I don't think they're going to be because we really love so what's like the we know the biggest WWE superstars you've done gears for. What about on the AEW side? Uh, we do some stuff for MJF, um, Adam Page, of course, Trent and Chuck. Um, is that it? Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. I believe that's all. Because AEW has, of course, been getting more popular. Yeah, and. Yeah, and some of them have good gears. I saw uh, the one you did for NGF, the blue one. The so. trunks. Yes. Yeah, I think yeah, I think it was yeah, the blue trunks. Yeah. So, um, my last question is, have you have you ever been like getting a design in, but then the person has had a, has like has a character change coming up? Has that ever happened? Um. I'm trying to think. I don't think that that has happened where they've had a character change once you decide on a gear. Uh, I have had, we've had 
we have had happen. Uh, you're in the process of getting their uh, gear designed or redesigned, and they get fired. Oh. Or they've quit and didn't tell anyone. Oh, they quit. <laughs> that logo? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you, I think you're working on some stuff now, and they, well, one of them was in the releases yesterday, were they not? Yeah, you told, yeah, you told us that before we started recording. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I, based on that person's um, tweets, I'd say that they're not too broken up about it, but you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he's uh, too worried. Where did Jose go? He's disappeared. Yeah, he. I think. I don't know. I've just asked him, but we can we can just keep this going. Um, so I just need to think of questions on the spot now. God. Um, so when you are working on a gear, what's like the the process from when you get the design? Uh, well, now usually um, when we started years ago, we didn't like people to design it and send it to us. It was like, we do it all here. Um, and then it just, we kept taking on more and more and more. And then when you get people as talented as Jonathan is with the designs and everything, and then <laughs> we try to send everybody to Jonathan. They're like, hey, can you design this? We're like, we can't, or we can, but <laughs> we won't. Why don't you go to Jonathan? He's amazing. And then um, he does his magic and... Uh, once Jonathan designs it and it gets brought back to us, that's when um, Patrick will start laying it out. Almost every time that we do anybody's gear, there's a pattern made. We don't have, I know there's some gear makers that has just like say pattern A, B, or C. And they know that wrestler number one can use pattern B. Um, everybody has their own pattern. Like Patrick has files upon files of New Day patterns of where he's drawn everything out by hand. So all of this stuff, like we could probably auction them off and make money just off of the, like this is SummerSlam 2019 or this is SummerSlam 2018 hand drawn onto the tights. What factor has the layout of how the, the logos and everything will actually fit out the tights. We'll start cutting the fabrics and everything then and lay, laying in the layers and, uh, having the machine cut some of the logos which now because jonathan gets really excited um he do color bleeds and fades on some stuff uh, when he first started like one of the first and i don't remember what the first outfit was that he designed that got brought to us it had all these layers of colors and pixelated uh circles and everything and i was like oh pump the brakes we can't do this <laughs> i had a lot to learn about the way things work on their end, you know, and I'd never done gear design before. Um, I, I was literally, I, when I met Woods, just the one that I met first who sucked me into all this. Um, he just wanted me to do some character design for an animated show he was pitching. So that was sort of more in line with my, my background and training, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, and then we just got along and had a lot of, um, shorthand and a lot of uh, s similar references and things that we liked. And so he asked me to, you know, try my hand at, at gear design. And I never thought about what happens after I hand it in. And then one day I met this very angry man. 
at the other end of the line. Like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I literally don't know what I'm doing. Help, help me. Show me what to do. So, uh, yeah, they, they hold my hand through a lot of things to, to make sure that the stuff that I design is actually doable. And I've been trained sufficiently now so that sometimes I show it to Robert first and say, possible or no? <laughs> and then when I get the sign off, then show it to the client and go like, here's what the, we think can be done. Watch usually your answer now. <laughs> what? To what? To what question? You ask me, is this possible? Usually the answer is. Well, I don't know what you think the answer is that you usually say, but what you actually usually say is like, I don't know, just send it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't ever say no, you say yes. And then we sit and stress about how we're going to do this. That's how it goes. It's true. Um, but you know, this is, uh, this team, this team, I don't know when they rest. I don't know how they're sane. I don't know they're, how they're as sweet as they are, because if it were me, I'd be frazzled 24-7. Look at that. Oh, look at the cherubs. <laughs> look at the cherubs from heaven. Um, well, hey, but, you did bring up something, Jonathan. How? Because my memory is horrible. It's the worst memory in the world. Um, how did we actually end up getting, I'm sure Kofi or Woods put us in contact. So how did we actually meet and, and just hit it off? I think once we had like our first or second conversation, me and Jonathan just hit it off. Now we're like schoolgirls talking on the phone all the time. I remember, I remember what it was. It was, um, it was the pancake gear. Do you remember that? Yes. Because um, Biggie, you know, they all had uh, caricatures of themselves, like cartoons of themselves posing with different pancakes of, of different sizes. And um, E had on the back of his coat, his coat is great because it's the most canvas like there's the most stuff you can do with it. Uh, and there's a big picture of him like like Atlas, like holding up a giant pancake. You know, it was pretty fun. And I turned that in and I think it was a reasonable size. And he's like, bigger. I was like, OK. And he's like, bigger. No, you understand what I'm saying. Bigger. So I just made it gigantic. <laughs> and he was like, I love it. And so it I is. turned it in. I turned it into Robert. And that's what I think when we had our first phone call. <laughs> I think that's because when he sends it in, and I'm like, these pancakes stretch from the front of the jacket all the way to the back to the other side of the front. How are we going to do this? And I'm like, okay, we get, we need to call this guy and tell him he needs to make these smaller. And then that's where he's like, oh, every time I send something, he's like, make it huge. <laughs> the jacket. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I think when we had one of our first talks, I was actually at um... – uh, this zoo here in my town, Lowry Park Zoo, with my family, and we were just walking around. And um, I was like, oh, that's right, because we had texted. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, he, he never calls. Hello? He's like, why? Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've got one last question. Uh, this, this is for both of you. So what's been the most difficult design, and then what's been the most difficult designed to turn into a gear that you've done you want to go first what would be the most difficult that we've done um man I'm anything that i would say anything like usually with garganos because it's so much more that we're having to do that's not just spandex and a lot of stuff it is it's trial by error and it's 
and, and you're learning that way. It's like, we've got to figure this out, but we have this very limited time that we have to do. And time is really what makes it worse uh, because you just don't have enough of it to set and do everything. Um, a lot of the New Day stuff. Jonathan, did you design the... Um, um, where they come out of the, the box, the cereal box. Did you design that gear? I did the um, the Dragon Ball Z armor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was the first thing that we ever done that was not spandex or anything like that. And that was like I was pulling my hair out trying to figure out how do we get this and to make it look right because I am being a perfectionist on things the world's worst. And once you have in your head, this is the way something's got to look, then I have to stick to that. Uh, I would actually say I'm the worst, but I'm not. My sister is the absolute horrible at that. Once she <laughs> sees the design, she's like, that's the design and it cannot change. And then we're like, yes, you can change it. Because anytime Jonathan gives us something, he's like, look, I know that's how I drew it, but feel free to change it. So me and Patrick's like, okay, we can change this. Patrick's like, no. I mean, Leanna will be like, no. This is the way Jonathan drew it. This is how it has to be made. My hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think just stepping out of our comfort zone and making uh, uh, more, more so like props, like the, the Johnny vest and the Candace stuff is, uh, is more challenging than just the, the gear that they wrestle in. Makes sense. I guess for me it was... There's different aspects of what makes something difficult on my end. Um, a lot of times it's taking a very loose idea that I'm handed and trying to find a way to to express it. Um, so in that way, probably, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot that are tough. Can you take these shorts and make them into long ties? <laughs> that's that's no problem <laughs> um no it's more things like um hey can you you've heard of the painter basquiat what if we had wrestling gear based on that it's like oh very vague and you gotta turn it into something it's like holy crap yeah when we got that from jonathan we was like what is this never <laughs> seen this before and then say how's it what how's it pronounced again jonathan basquiat okay so being from Alabama, we're trying to pronounce that. And I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> um, but uh, just to say this, because I have to throw some some more props their way. Um, in terms of it being hard on me uh, emotionally or uh, stressfully, the Brody gear is by far, by far the hardest thing I've ever done. Um, the guys just wanted to pay homage to their friend. And I didn't want to let anyone down because he was so beloved. And I only worked with him for about a month and he was super cool to me, pain in the ass, but fantastic and really funny. And again, another warm guy. Um, so I really wanted to do a good job with that. So I knew I wanted to do like, um, like a like a mural kind of thing, but the guys had different aspects that they wanted to show off, and it sort of required different styles. So if you look at the gear, there's like a comic book version of him, and there's like a silhouette thing with him and his boys, and then there's also like a more painterly sort of profile portrait thing. So each one of those is kind of its own art project, which is already tough. And then 
I wanted to find a way to homage all the stages of his career because he had had so many different looks uh, throughout the years and try to find a way to kind of make them gel into one. And that it's already several levels of challenge, like, uh, you know, just like trying the different styles and, and disciplines of, of artwork and then trying to gel things that were never meant to go together and put them together. And then on top of it, to try to capture his likeness, I don't know how successful I was, but I was trying my damnedest. I was watching tons of video of him and looking at tons of pictures. And you know, it's a real person. And the passing was very recent. And like there were several times when I had to stop and just kind of walk away from the computer because it was very hard on me, you know? Um, so emotionally, stressfully, like I guess all around, that was probably the hardest one. Okay, Jose, do you have another? question the last one if you could act, um, ask any superstar like you haven't done gears for who would you ask for is that past and present yeah and yeah. past and this is this is classic that i tell anybody i would love 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 to have made an outfit for macho man Ricky savage Ooh. uh that you... sensational sherry now hey i am a sensational <laughs> How many times? Three, three or four times. And um, she, uh, there was a wrestling show here in the South that she was going to be at, or that she was at. That I was, it was a, a buddy of mine promoting it, and he kept trying to get me to come to it. And I was like, I ain't going. I'm not going. I'm not going. And um, I got a phone call that night from him. It was uh, my buddy Will calling me, and I was like, I am not answering the phone. I don't feel like talking. And um, Sherry left me a message. She's like, hi, Robert. This is Martel. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, my other regret with Sherry is when she came out with Kurt Angle, if you guys remember that, this is back in 2007, so I don't know how old you are. Oh, I was two, so I, well, I, I will well, remember that. You're not going to remember this. But you can go back. <laughs> no. When she came out. Oh, the sexy Kurt. <laughs> yeah, sexy Kurt. Just the sexy Kurt. We were we – were, uh, me and Patrick was actually booked as extras uh, that night. Is that the night that I wrestled high night? Um, yeah, maybe. Memphis. Yeah, That's the night that I uh, – I'm going to say wrestled hiding rock, but I did not wrestle hiding rock. I got a kick and a punch in or a chop. And then uh, the rest is history. But um, she asked us, uh, like I talked throughout the day, she found out that I was just madly in love with her as a kid and still am. Uh, invited us out to dinner um, that night after the show. And we didn't get to go because our drive home was six hours. Oh, man. I got to go. And we only got like maybe two and a half hours into the drive and we had to stop and get a hotel because I couldn't I couldn't stay awake. So I was like, should have stayed, ate dinner with, with Sherry Martell. Um, that's one thing I will say. I know that has nothing to do with your question. But well, some of the old guys, it's a good when story. You talk to them from like the '80s and everything, and hear their stories. Like I've had phone conversations with Medusa, and hearing her conversations and just talking to her is like, God, it's it's cool to hear those stories. And and then when Medusa wants to wear something different, and then she wants to show some stuff, show some skin, but not show some skin. So then you're like trying to figure out how much do you actually do, and then when 
Medusa found out that I was a fanboy for Sherry. And she goes, oh, I can tell you so much stories about Sherry because her and Sherry was actually really good friends. And Medusa's a sweetheart too. So like, she is awesome to just, I've had numerous conversations with her. You should have gone on that dinner, man. <laughs> should have. No, it's just, man, because now I just, that's, that would be the only wrestling story I ever tell for the rest of my life. This one time <laughs> I ate lunch or dinner with Sherry Martell. Man. It's so bad. Even I regret you not going. <laughs> it's <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. Okay, so. Just so final. Special queen. Oh, my God. Queen Sherry. <laughs> so final question. If you had to do a present wrestler still wrestling right now, if you had to, and you haven't done, if you had to do any of their gears, who would you do? Who do you think would be the most interesting to do a gear for? I would say The Fiend. I like his character. It's mm. a good answer. You know what? Um, just so you get a little more information on these guys, um, uh, Robert and I think Patrick. I don't know. We have Patrick and I haven't talked about this, but I know Robert is a huge uh, Halloween guy, huge into horror and special effects. You too, Patrick. Yes. So I feel like if anyone, if anyone out there is listening, and you're thinking about doing a horror or a monster themed character please go to these guys because they will destroy it they will destroy it you'll understand the passion these are the kind of guys who put themselves out and like lose money just to make something cool so this, this is who you need we've done that numerous times to add to the whole uh, horror thing that you're talking about i've got you a story if you want to hear it uh which is not really wrestling so because he's got his two boys, I've got my two girls, and we are a Halloween family. It's just like uh, we love Halloween. Um, so about three years ago, uh, Patrick and Leanne and, and their son goes as the Purge, and then my daughters are dressed up as bloody clowns. And uh, here in Alabama, and I think they do it in Tampa too, me and Jonathan's actually talked about this, uh, they have like a trunker treats at churches where you go and they have the cars lined up and you trick-or-treat at the cars well it was cold this night up here and so in this huge church up here they set it up in their gym so all the kids are dressed up as superheroes and princesses or unicorns and here comes our family and my my oldest daughter has this big sword and it's got a chunk of hair and skin hanging off <laughs> and we're all bloody so we walk into this church, so you can only imagine at the looks that we're getting from all these people. They're just sitting there like, what is this walking in? And we're, and we're loving every bit of it. So, yeah, Halloween, oh, man, we love it. Yeah, we're a real-life Adams family over here. <laughs> oh, <exactly. laughs> um, that's my last question, but thank you guys for coming on. We appreciate it. Thank you. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, thanks for having us. No problem. No problem. Um, yeah, that's it. Thank you guys for watching. We'll leave everything of their links our links down in the description and turn the notification bell on awesome